0: Remember when Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp were all down at the same time? What a drama, especially if you own an online business. That's why you need a mailing list. Whether your business is online or traditional, you need a way to reach your clientele immediately and via email is a quick and easy way to do so. I'm Kalila Reynolds and it's time for another episode of Money Moves, JA brought to you in partnership with Exim Bank's business advisory service, giving you the tools to grow your business. My guest today is chief nerd at Luperlux Marketing, Rickman Warren. Hi, Rick, how are you?
1: Hi, how are you doing? And happy new year. Same to you.
0: All right, so the new year has come and we want to approach the new year with a new marketing mindset for our businesses. Tell me why is an email list important?
1: All right, so contrary to popular belief, um, email is one of the most effective means of reaching um, target audiences digitally. Um, Having an email list is important when you own it you own your own email list it's unlike having a social media following you own your email list so it's not a rented audience it's an owned audience um no matter where you go you can bring your email list with you unlike with facebook instagram or any of the other social media platforms um you get to keep it wherever you go if if mark's if up,
0: shut down then exactly you have no way exactly. to reach your your viewers or you your subscribers that. your followers
1: exactly and almost everyone on the internet uses email um you have to have an email address to sign up for most of the services um our platforms online anyway facebook instagram whatever else when you're signing up for an account you use your email address to confirm so that's one of the reasons it's super important to own your own email list
0: Okay, so what should you use your email list for?
1: Well, it depends on what, what kind of business you have. Um, but you should use it to at least initiate somewhat of a one-on-one or one-to-one communication with your target audience, with your clients, um, and just prospects.
0: It truly does uh, depend on the type of business, because I find that for some email um, emails that I'm subscribed to, once they send me an email that they have a sale, that's it.
1: exactly it's so exactly.
0: effective.
1: Exactly, and I, <laughs> looking at that example, um, I am one of those people who, for the people who, for the companies that I subscribe to, where when it when they send me a, um, a notification about a sale coming up, um, I would jump on it right away, because I'm subscribed to the the companies that I want to actually do business with. Um, I might follow them on social media, but I might not necessarily be online when they send out a post, they publish a post about a sale or something like that. But if they email me, even if I don't get it um, the same time when they send it, it is going to be in my inbox. So whenever I check my email, I am going to see it. So that's Mm -hmm. one of our, um, so that's definitely one of the good ways to use email marketing. Email marketing has emails, email has higher open rates than any other digital platform.
0: Really? Take,
1: yes, take Facebook or Instagram for instance. When you publish a post to Facebook or Instagram, um, your reach is generally, before you start spending your money on paid ads, the maximum that you can reach is 6% of your, type, of your following. So if you have 100 people following you on Facebook, or on on instagram um when you publish something your reach on average is maximum six percent if you send out an email and you have a hundred people on your list a hundred people are going to get your email
0: Mm -hmm. but not a hundred people are going to open it
1: well your open rate is going to depend on how well you you use email marketing but Mm -hmm. in general um just on average open rates tend to be anywhere between 10 to 30 percent 50 percent for people um companies who are using it super effectively
0: Mm -hmm. that's great
1: that's way more than a maximum reach of six percent and it's free you know when you send out an email it doesn't cost you anything to send it out i mean in theory if it depends on how large your email list is
0: So I have an email list, but I find that it's more difficult to get people to subscribe to my email than it is to get them to follow me on social media. So how do we get people to actually subscribe? How do you build that email list?
1: So you you want people to look forward to the emails that you send them. So generally speaking, what you would want to do is give them an incentive to sign up for the email list. Um, gone are the days when you tell people that, hi guys, I have a newsletter, jump on my newsletter, um, and people just sign on without any more reason. Because people are, you know, inundated with the amount of emails, the number of emails that they get, um, you have to give them a reason for them to give you that valuable contact information. They don't want to just give you their email address just like that. So if you tell them that, you know, you'll give them deals or access to discounts or You know, in your case, subscribe to my email list for a 10% discount on the course that is coming up or early access to my course, things like that. You have to incentivize them in order for them to give you their email address and stay on your email list. If you, you know, if you overwhelm them, they are going to unsubscribe from your list. If you keep just emailing them, emailing them every day, and it's not, you're not sending them things that are valuable to them. So, what is most important is to think about. What's in it for the person who is subscribing to your list?
0: Mm. So on that point, then, how often should you be sending out emails to your list?
1: And this this is something you have to look at on a case-by-case basis. Um, It depends on what it is that you're sending to them and how engaged your audience is. Um, Generally speaking, you don't want to be sending more than once a week, but... It does depend on what it is you're sending. Some people get away with sending once a day or twice a day because their audience is super engaged and they are always sending things that the audience is looking forward to. But if every day you just send them, hey, there's a sale or hey, I have something here, you know, it's just the same thing over and over, they are going to unsubscribe. So you have to keep um keep some variety in, in it. But you have yeah. to look at statistics and see it's you know something you can test and measure so test and see send once a week and see what your response rate looks like what your open rates look like send twice a week and then see how that compares to when you are doing it weekly try try it every day and see how that works but you can test and look at the data to see because it's your audience you can look at how many people got it and how many people opened it what they clicked on um and what they didn't click on To see what kind of response you're getting and you can adjust based on your audience because it is going to be audience specific and it is going to depend on how you structure your emails your headlines um, and the content that's within
0: so what are so oh before we come to my next question as you mentioned how you structure emails the headlines and so on do you have any pointers on on that because i know for example one that i saw was you should keep it within a certain number of words and they said that headlines with emojis do better. Do you have any any tips for us on how to grab people's attention in an email inbox?
1: So humans are um, naturally narcissistic and we like seeing our names. So the first thing you want to do is personalize the emails and personalize Mm. the email subject. So if you start off with the person's name that um, right off the bat you're going to get a better Open rate than you would um, with, without personalizing it that way. So use their names, use very specific statistics if you are going to use statistics. So if, if there's a percentage of something, don't just say um, some people. You can say 45% of an audience has been getting this result, you know, or something like that. Um, let me give you an example of a good subject line uh oh curiosity you have to pick their curiosity as well too because the subject line the purpose of the subject line is to get people to click to open the email you have to Mm -hmm. keep that in mind it's not for you to make the sale in the subject line it has one purpose to grab their attention and to have and to ensure that they open the email so if you pick their curiosity um by not giving away the entirety of what it is that's in the email businesses did this to to improve by improve profitability by X percent, you're going to you're going to want to know what it is that they did because they didn't mm-hmm. say exactly what it was. You just say this. Um, mm,
0: yes, that will. Yeah, I see what you mean by the curiosity, right?
1: Using words like free can help you, but they can also hurt you because mm. those are the trigger words for the spam filters. So if people see ah. if once the email sees the word free. Your email tends to go in the promotions tab or it goes into junk, so you have to find a balance as well too. Um, but think about putting the incentive at the beginning of the email subject. Whatever it is that you're trying to highlight, ensure that you put that right away. But curiosity does a lot. But curiosity and scarcity, both of those things help um, a lot more than just regular subject lines. So limited time offer, or Kalila, Acno, Kalila, your your discount is expiring, things like that, you definitely want to find out mm-hmm. what's going on. How how can I get this discount before it expires?
0: Mm, okay, those are some good
1: ones. One more day left on this sale. <laughs>
0: So, you mentioned that you want to personalize the email. So, obviously, you can't, if you have a thousand people on your email list, 500 people, you can't be typing, dear Rickman, dear Khalila, into every single email. So, there are software, there are programs that you can use to yes. help you with these email lists and that help you to personalize things. What are some of the popular ones?
1: So, before we get into the programs, we have to look at the mindset that are just the approach that we use when we're collecting these email addresses. So one one mistake that that you know novices in the email marketing um, in email marketing tend to do is that they, they they collect email addresses and they collect first name and last name in one field. You need to collect the first name and the last name separately, so that when you are going to use these programs, you can address people by their first name. Like when I just mentioned in the email subject, I would say Kalila, or, or you would say Rickman versus Rickman Warren because if you collect it as one field, that's how you're going to address the person when you do like a mail merge, um, for want of a better word. Um, but the programs, the, the services that, that you can use when you're getting started, MailChimp is one of them. It's one of the easier ones to use an email marketing service. Um, and our favorite for, for getting started was ConvertKit.
0: ConvertKit, K-I-T?
1: Yes, ConvertKit.
0: Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Mailchimp is easy to use, and so is ConvertKit. However, um, ConvertKit gives you the added ability to create easily create landing pages, which will help you to publicize or to promote the lead magnets that would get people to to join your email list.
0: Uh Mailchimp has that feature now too. You know,
1: yes, but they they allow think. you to
0: do landing page, website, everything is 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 built in with it now. Surveys, a whole mm-hmm. lot of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. But the, well, this the, has
0: been mm-hmm.
1: the Mailchimp allows you to create they're not quite on par with with the ones that you can create with ConvertKit especially yeah. if you're a novice if you're a novice you can create a beautiful landing page in ConvertKit by just clicking a few buttons not, not that's
0: very useful
1: not quite as as so not quite so with Mailchimp
0: and okay, so I was gonna wrap up here, but I think we just touched on a very important point, and that is having a landing page. So, what is the landing page?
1: So, the landing page is the page that you direct people to from an ad or from an email. This is where, um, this is a, a one a one web page, a single web page with the sole purpose of collecting the contact information or having your your visitor complete one action. Generally speaking, what you want them to do is to give you their contact information. So it would host either a form or a link to a form that they can complete to sign up to your newsletter or your mailing list. When you use a service like ConvertKit or MailChimp and you create landing pages, what's different about that and what's important to do is to create multiple landing pages. So you can create multiple landing pages, one for each incentive, instead of having... Um, a, dedicated, a landing page that, that accomplishes a bunch of different things. You have one for each. So if you have a guide, here's my quick start guide to investing. You have a landing page that's dedicated for that. And anyone who gets to that landing page, they're only there for that quick start guide. And if you have, an, if you have a course that you want to, to get people to sign up for, you have a landing page that's for that course as well too. That will increase the, the sign up or the opt-in rate. For your, your mailing list as well, too, when you have dedicated landing pages.
0: You sound like you're you're trying to sell my course for me. I don't mind. I'm here yeah. for it. <laughs> I would
1: like to see you sell more of the courses, so I'm willing to help you with
0: that. Yeah, but we do have we do have landing pages separate for the newsletter and for the course mm-hmm. and various things. So, but yeah, this is very very helpful. Thank you so much, Rickman.
1: Okay, you're most welcome.
0: Now here's a recap of Rickman's key points. You own your email list. Use it to communicate one-on-one with your target audience. Emails have higher open rates than any other digital platform, averaging between 10 and 30% compared to less than 10% who are likely to see your post on social media. To get a good open rate, you should grab attention with a good subject line. Personalize the opening by using the person's first name and peak curiosity. That's it for this episode of Money Moves, J.A., brought to you in partnership with Exim Bank's Business Advisory Service, giving you the tools to grow your business. Visit their website, eximbankja.com, for more information on their loan products and multiple services that you can access, such as their Business Advisory Service. Very, very useful product there. And also visit my website, kalilarenolds.com, for a summary of this episode. I'm Kalila Reynolds. Until next time we